Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be, across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 655. My name is Eric Nelson, and with me today, I have my favorite co-host, Corey Romero. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. Corey Romero, how are you doing today? Eric, doing well. Doing well, Eric. Utah weather is nice and warm and everything's great. How are you? It's great. It's great. It's summertime and it is August. And you know what I do when it's August? I start panicking, right? Because, you know, August 1st, I go, okay, everything has to be ready for Explore. We get all the things happening. Many, many, all the POs have to be cut. Everything has to go. People have to have their tickets. Bloggers have to be writing. Social campaigns have to be going. But I'm usually like, well, okay, August 1st, I got like 25 more days because usually a VMware Explorer is August 28th. But this year, it's early. I think it's August 24th uh, or 21st, 21st through the 24th at the Venetian. So, you know, this is where I'm like six to my stomach now because I wasn't nervous, you know, at the, at the end of July where I should have been. But everything's coming together. I'm super excited about it. Corey, how about you? I'm nervous and excited as well. Um, I've got a... Uh panel session I'm doing with uh, with a few people, which I'm, I'm nervous and excited about, and uh, just excited to see everybody again, right? I, you, know, you know, Eric, my, my yeah. favorite time of the year is yeah. when I get to see the V experts in person to shake every hand and um, uh, yeah. tell them thank you. Yeah, exactly. Well, and to that point on the show today, we are going to get to do a little behind the scenes of VMware Explore sneak peek. And we've got all the management of Explore here. We got Vice President of Global Events, Sandra Hahn. We got Senior Manager of Content, our favorite, Miriam, Miriam Sobel. And then we have uh, Amanda, I don't even know how to say Amanda's last name. I, I'm not going to try. Hermeli, Hermar. Hermely. 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 There you go. Um, Director of Events and Operations. So uh, all three of these guys, these are the people that really pull it all off. And so we're excited to have him here, them here. And we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what Explorers like this year. I'm super excited because I know the numbers are looking great. Vegas is looking great. Funding is looking great across the board. The pinball is everything is going. But before I do that, Corey, any uh, news uh, from uh, the VXpert side of the house? I think you're good to go there. Anything else we need to share with people? Yeah, I've got a couple of things. So um, I just put out a VXpert exclusive free VM VMware Explorer Early Access Opportunity uh, for bloggers and podcasters. That is in your email for the experts. Uh, also, just uh, put out this morning a uh, webinar we're going to do that's going to happen on August 16th on improving open source software supply chain security with uh, application with VMware application catalog. And then the last thing is, if you're a VExpert and you're attending VMware Explorer Las Vegas, uh, or the V expert, or sorry, the V expert uh, and community party we're having. Um, please go and uh, make sure you RSVP. You can do that on the uh, V expert site under uh, events and opportunities. And uh, that's all I've got for news. All right. Well, great. Well, Colorado the Bay is it's a beautiful green today. It's hot and sunny in California. It is barbecue season and we've been barbecuing. I'm doing another barbecue. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. Uh, until then, let's get to our guests and talk about VMware Explorer 2023 sneak peek. So we'll start with Sandra Hahn and we'll go down through everybody. So Sandra, I, you know, you're vice president of global events. I think this is your first year to completely run it. I think maybe Linda Britt was here last year and I got to say, it has been really great. Uh, the engagement we've had with all your team members, uh, from content to booth layout to operations to everything, this year has really been good. And maybe it's just because last year was the first year we went back live and so everything was bumpy. But I got to say, this year was exciting. We always start on the community podcast asking who you are, how long have you been at VMware, and how did you get where you are today? You got uh, two minutes to take us through your career. Sure. Uh, I, I don't need to talk about how long I've been working because it's been a long time, but I've been at VMware for uh, 11 years. I came over, I was previously at Oracle and I came over here uh, actually working uh, in partner marketing and partner communications. And throughout my time here, I've led uh, those teams. I've done partner engagement. I did customer and partner references for a couple of years. And I joined this team in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. So got thrown in. Uh, at the end of the planning. So I was a fly on the wall just watching it all happen. This is an amazing team. They're a super tenured team. I got to 
uh, watch it all happen and, you know, launch and, and deliver the first digital event, which we did again the following year. And then, yeah, last year uh, we went back to in-person and it was, I think, a rough ride for the whole industry, right? As everyone sure. tried to figure out how to how to go back to in-person. But again, I get to work with an amazing team of people who are so smart and so good at what they do. I get to uh, watch it all happen. And um, how did I get here? Yeah, um, you know, we've had some changes and I have the opportunity now to to lead the team and I couldn't be more thrilled about it. We've had a really fun time as we've um, made changes to the program. And as you noted, right, we moved out of San Francisco and into Las Vegas, and that's been um, a super exciting experience. We're thrilled to be there, but yeah, that's, that's, that's me. That's how I got here. But again, I will say if it, this is the team, right. I just get the chance to, uh, you know, to throw up some shields and deflect a little bit and, and be a part of this amazing planning team and this experience. Well, so. I, I got to say, like I said, it's been it's been a really great year. Like it's been so much better, right? Uh, even than previous, just like I'm 2015, uh, we we always had some kind of speed bumps that were in the way, and this year it just hasn't been that way. The Jack Morton team has been really engaged. Uh, you know, the booth people been really engaged. They've been very responsive, so it's been fun. And and Sandra, I got to say, you're the person that we love and hate at the same time, right? Because you know. <laughs> We love it because you know it, it's a such a it was a, such a smooth process. But then at the same time, you're you're the person that gets to have to say no sometimes, right? And you know we come and you have to say no. And I've been using the analogy of like uh, Disney World Park, right? Like if you get to be on the Disney World staff and you get to go work in the theme park, there's a lot of rules and regulations and things that you know create the experience as it should be, right? And there are people that have to give you those guidelines. And so I tell my team that you know sometimes we get these guidelines and we just have to do them because that's if we didn't, we'd have chaos and all these different organizations. And you get to be the person that gets to have to deliver that message some of the time. So thank you. For for being the bad guy sometimes. Well, you know, that's that's part of the job. But yeah, you're right. If not, we'd have all the Disney characters in the wrong part, right? Right, I mean, right. <laughs> or they'd have the wrong color hair. They wouldn't wear the right shoes during the day. Just be, it would just be chaos. So nice yes, to have you here. Yes. Uh, I guess we'll go to Miriam next. Uh, Miriam, uh, same kind of thing. How long have you been at VMware? What do you do? What's your career arc look like? Yeah, hi, thanks for having me, Eric. Um, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you and um, the audience here. Uh, I've been at VMware just about six years now and on the content team the whole time working with Alison Kirker and our team here. Um, I've been doing content and speaker management as long as I can remember right off the college. So it's been a couple of decades, I say. Um, I'm aging myself here. Um, but uh, it's I am really excited about this year, about the content and all the exciting, um, amazing content that we have lined up and all the great speakers. So, um, yeah, I got to say that it. there was a little uh, bad rumor going around. Not bad. I would just say there was a mislabeled rumor going around that, that there was going to be less sessions. There's going to be a couple hundred sessions or whatever. But then when I, you know, eventually got to you guys and we, we, we actually saw how many, it's, it's still like in the 400 range. There's a, there's a boatload of sessions. It's not, it hasn't gone down. I know that we're doing the same number for community. The code sessions are there. The hackathon's back there. I think there's more sessions from our perspective than there was in the previous years. So uh, same kind of thing, right? If you look at the content catalog now yeah. with all the different session types that we have, we are, I was checking today, 852 sessions. Right. And uh, that's, that's like an all time high. It? Yeah. That's an all time high. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, which I wouldn't is, worry about the lack of content there. No, 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 right. And then there's some super cool topics that are around. There's obviously multi-cloud, which has really gained traction. So no longer it's no longer this, oh, we don't want that. Now it's like, yeah, now we need to come learn. Tanzu has really matured from a content perspective. And then and then if we start talking about AI and ML and all the things that are happening around there, which you know we're not allowed to really talk about, or I don't know, we don't talk about it because I don't know anything yet. But uh, there's a lot of these kind of topics that are out there that are are creating buzz in the enterprise now, right? That, uh, that that seems also good. So I think that your job has got to be funner this year than any year in since 2012, right? Yeah, we have exciting announcements around vSphere, vSAN, uh, as well as networking and security track, NSX. And as you said, we have some great stuff to talk about AI as well, starting yeah. with our general session. So yeah, right. that's all coming. 
All right. So I'll flip to Amanda who has to deal with Vegas, right? You know, and the holy ops. And uh, yeah, I got some, I got some questions for you, but uh, Amanda, same kind of thing. I know you've been on the podcast before. Uh, so this is not your first time as uh, Robin Matlick used to say, it's not my first rodeo, but tell us a little about yourself. How long you've been here? How you got, how'd you get here? All right. I came from Airwatch 10 years ago. At Airwatch, I ran the uh, global events and conferences team and then got to join the VMware team during that acquisition. Um, and I have to say, it's been really fun. You know, at one point I was doing events and I thought when I hit 1,000 people, I had the largest event I was ever going to see. Um, and then you become VMware Explorer and, you know, you're at 10,000 or more. Yeah. I it does remind me that one of the explorers I sat in Moscone and they have Ellis escalators that come down into the general session area. And like, you know, we, we run programs that re traditionally touch 20,000, 50,000, 160,000 for VMUG. Uh, CloudCred was, you know, 200,000. VMTN is 5 million. And these are just all numbers that we say. But then if you stand at the bottom of the escalators and there were like four, six, eight escalators coming down, all running into that and I stood there at the bottom for like a half an hour and just watched waves and waves of people come down the escalators and into general session. And there were like 15,000 people that attended that general session that year, right? And you just don't imagine what 15,000 people look like until you come to an explorer and then see what it actually looks like. And it, it is impressive. From the management of events, now you're uh, you're at Vegas. Is there significant? Is it significantly easier or harder in your role to, to kind of manage the operations of what actually happened when you go to something like uh, the Venetian uh, versus trying to do it across the city uh, in San Francisco? So one beautiful thing about Vegas is Las Vegas is all about hospitality, and when we think of our event. I am really looking forward to the attendee experience this year. You've got all your sessions, but you also have a lot of fun. You have good food. You have some surprising moments um, that Vegas offers that some other locations don't. Uh, so in that instance, I, I'm thrilled to be back in Las Vegas this year. Yeah, I think that the, this year, everything, when you end up at the Vegas, um, you have to drink a lot of Red Bull so that you can stay up till four o'clock in the morning and then get back up at eight o'clock in the morning and do it all over again for like four days straight. And then you have to make choices. You have to make wise choices and you have to have good footwear, all right? Because it's just like being in a big university. There's just so many things to do that you have to make choices, but then you want to stay up as late as you can and do all of it at the same time. So fun, fun venue. All right. So I, I don't know who wants to take this question, but like, so, you know, we're doing explore. Is there an interesting theme that goes on now? What, what is your, what has been your major thrust this year when you're looking at explore? Um, who wants to try to give us the, what are you guys trying to accomplish this year versus any other year? I'll start. I, I don't think we're trying to accomplish anything new, so to speak. Right. I think, um, as we think about last year and it being the first year that we ran VMware Explore, right? The intent behind that was to bring all of our attendees to the center of the multi-cloud universe. And that continues to be um, our objective and, and what we're driving towards, right? Um, our goal is always to educate and engage our attendees, right? And I think Amanda talked a little bit about what that looks like. Miriam's talked a little bit about what that looks like. but. We continue to focus on how we bring together right our customers and our partners to the center of the multi-cloud universe and i think um you know that's growing right this year as we think about the new technologies and what that means but i would say unlike previous years where there was a new theme every year mm -hmm. um explore is its own theme right we are exploring we're bringing everyone to the center of the multi-cloud universe and so um, the, the theme remains the same, the look and feel is the same, but evolving. And I definitely encourage everyone who's coming to look for how the theme has grown and how the theme has changed because there's a lot more to explore on site this year. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what you can say. Some tidbits of things behind us that there might be more to explore than, uh, or you're, t you're, you're continuing to enrich the explore theme. Yes, and yeah. I, I want people when they come on site to open their eyes and take a look because it's absolutely stunning. Oh, that 
that that's interesting. You know, the, I know the Venetian location. That is my favorite place, right? Of of all places to have gone to explore, the Venetian does just have beautiful facilities, beautiful hotel rooms. Um, you know, beautiful. You're in Vegas, right? Of course, so that that makes a difference. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, when do things kick off? I think it's a Monday this 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 year uh anything different i know we normally do them the is it the hall crawl in the afternoon or a welcome reception i think it's welcome reception monday afternoon so we kind of yeah. do this soft entry right like is that uh is that the strategy again this year so that people that come in on sunday monday can start engaging uh what opens up on monday versus tuesday so i don't even even know if i would call it soft eric i mean we we are there monday um as you said, the welcome reception is Monday night. And when you talk about the flow, another great place to stand is right there in the middle as the welcome reception starts flooding in and people come at you. Um, but Monday, there's spring one, there's tutorials, uh, hands-on labs are open. So there's a lot of learning that takes place on Monday. Yes, Tuesday is when you're going to see the general session and keynote. Um, there is a lot of good content, a lot of good learning, and of course, uh, that fun on Monday night. Well, that's a good point, right? That that it, at one point I felt like Monday was a, kind of a softer kind of get into the hands-on labs or open in the morning and people come in on Monday and do all the hands-on labs. But really, if you look at it with spring one coming in now to the show, right? I, I say, hey, spring one join the Disney enterprise, right? Like it has become one of the major rides at the park, right? Um, so we got spring one on Monday, which is interesting. Uh, I know we're doing code labs on Monday. The community booths are running sessions from one o'clock on, right? Uh, Local partner forum taking yep. place on Monday as well. Right, yeah. right, right. And then- We are packed with content on Monday. Tutorials, right. hands-on labs, theaters. I mean, we're just uh, meet the expert sessions, uh, and and the registrations are looking good we're going to go hard and strong on content starting on monday so come ready yeah I, I also we did the same thing so spring one integrated uh even with our ctap program we integrated into explore this year where we traditionally had done two days um sunday and monday separate but this year we actually integrated into explore where we have an experience for the ctap members where we do a sunday one day but then Monday is integrated into Explore. Then we have other Explorer sessions happening Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday. So I feel like Explore has started to become the integrated. And it is interesting when you talk about the branding change that happened a couple of years ago where it was VMworld and now it's become Explore. I think Explore has allowed us to do that integration easier because it's it's come explore the different programs that we've got throughout the week, right? Including everything starts Monday. And I guess the question is, does anything start Sunday night as well? I know there's some, maybe some gatherings or dinners that people have, but uh, really it is then Monday where everything turns on. Right. Yeah, and that honestly was a response to what our customers asked for, right? I mean, I think that um, it's, uh, well, Vegas is fun, right? Work starts on Monday. And so we had seen in previous years, right, where the program started stretching and it would, things would start on Sunday, which means people were arriving on Saturday and it was going till Thursday. And so right. it was a, you know, a, a conscious effort to make sure that we, um, didn't start until Monday so that people had an opportunity to, uh, enjoy their weekends, right? Have their weekends and then come explore with us. Right. Yeah. That, that. That makes sense, and I think it's a it's a good way. And CTAP, we did that as well, right? Like if we're not starting on a Saturday. You know, you can come on Sunday morning, be there, and you know, be that pre day. But then Monday is where the event goes, and so that. Um, Mary, I'm like, uh, from a content perspective, uh, I know that Schedule Builder, you know, content calendar went out, Schedule Builder's open, right? Uh, I know our code labs filled up, then we opened additional code labs, uh, you know, where we got, I think, another 100 seats and we opened them up and we got everybody that was on a waiting list in. Uh, are you guys doing, I assume you're doing that for other sessions as well, you're watching and then open some up so that if you miss the first day of Schedule Builder that there was an opportunity to get waitlisted and then added into yeah. sessions. How did that go? Yeah, so um, we are still uh, have not released the rooms. The rooms will be released on August 7th when the mobile app launches. And what we're doing 
on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day, is pulling the registration reports and moving sessions that are fuller into bigger rooms so that we can allow all the attendees that are interested as, as much as space and time allows um, to, to be uh, involved in the sessions. Uh, we're also recording all of our breakout sessions, the keynotes and general session, and the recording would be available 24 hours after the session takes place on the on-demand library. What I'm really excited about this year is that we're broadcasting live, not only the general session, but all of our social keynotes um, on Tuesday. So those are available to everyone. But yes, as far as space, um, we are moving the sessions around to accommodate as many uh, attendees as possible. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. I didn't I didn't know that, and maybe probably a lot of the people listening to this podcast didn't know that. Uh, in previous years, we've always live-streamed the keynote. You could come to the keynote, watch the keynote, and maybe there was one super session or something that got broadcast, but I felt like after that, it was like, well, my online experience is over. That was fun, right? You know, where you watch the keynote, and then it was kind of done, right? Uh, and then you had to go to TweetDeck and watch Twitter, right, and see things that we were posting along the way. So you'd kind of be available to see, kind of explore from the Twitter experience. Uh, but what you're saying now is that you've got, how many How many are you going to try to live stream then, right? Like, so you're going to do the general keynotes. And the and the general session, and then there's like four keynotes that take place after that, um, including the, uh, in a, go ahead. Oh, the, and the technology innovation showcase. So there's yes. Yes. six sessions that will be streamed um, on Monday from our main stage. All right, so if I came in on Monday, watched the keynote, six more sessions, are they simultaneous or are they gonna be one after the next? Uh, uh, how long would I expect to sit online on Monday What being part of this if I if I got lucky? Well, I think hmm. Tuesday, okay. <laughs> you can be there from nine to five. Nine to Monday. five, right? Like, yeah, there, that's there, that's legit. There are breaks, yeah. there are breaks. so, you know, we, we right. encourage, you know, we encourage you to join us in Las Vegas, but if you can't, right. um, you right. know, we'd love for you to, to join us online right. um, starting at nine o'clock with the general session. Right. And then there is a full yeah. schedule that will be available, but we've got four solution yeah. keynotes following that. And then we wrap up the day with um, the return of, um, you know, kind of our, our super, super right. demo session, right? So it's the technology innovation showcase from four to five. All right. So we won't promote this yet. You know, if you're listening on the podcast, stay tuned, hold tight. Uh, maybe sometime like, you know, by August uh, 14th or something, then we'll start saying that if you missed your tickets, didn't get a flight, you can't get funded, then we'll start promoting that. Right. So that, Look, but that's Eric, super cool. I, I agree with you, but honestly, you can join us online, but you are going to miss all the FOMO right. that Amanda talked about by being yeah. there in person. There is so much this yeah. year that is beyond what we did in previous years. The yeah. The hub is going to be absolutely spectacular. As you know, you guys are there full yeah. of the communities, right? We've got an amazing space with the hands-on labs, the 800 sessions that Miriam talked about. We've got a lot of surprise and delight. We've got a new Explorer keynote this year. We've got guest speakers coming in to really push the boundaries from space to AI down to the ocean. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. If you can't join us, sorry. Everybody, but... everybody that's listening to this knows they, they need to get there, and most of them have, are, are, are going to be there. Nightclub. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The party. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about that. We got to have a closing. Right? We're going to hitch up for the closing here with a, with a party. But uh, what I would say is that, you know, the hotels, if you're on a budget, the flights are pretty cheap. Can get you can get pretty cheap flights to Vegas. The hotels, it, Excalibur was remodeled. They got like thirty-five dollar rooms now. That are I stay in the thirty-five dollar rooms because my community budget is always thin, and I just stay at the Excalibur, right? Like, uh, well, so that's what I do because it's thirty-five dollars, and I sometimes stay in the twenty-seven dollar unremodeled ones, and that's the one where the shower drips, 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 and you got to kind of like cup your hand to get the water and splash on your face, take a shower. But you know, you can go down to like twenty-six dollars a night. Um, so if you listen to this, you're a community member and, you know, get a cheap flight, you know, you need a little bit of money, uh, to show up, 
Um, and then at the same time, I think that we have three or four passes that uh, we bought that were not used by a couple of our CTAB members. So if you are desperate and you can't get the fee, you know, reach out to me and Corey and we'll see what we can do. We got a handful of passes left over that uh, we paid for. Uh, so, you know, if you're super desperate, right, you know who you are. Uh, every year we get a couple of community members that, you know, usually we get a lot of community members that actually buy their own tickets and come on their own dime because it's worth it. Uh, and I would always say that about, you know, your your your, your career. Um, your career is what you make it. Everybody should have a hands-on lab. Everybody should have a VMUG Advantage license with all of our software running on their hands-on labs. And everybody should get to explore, to sit through sessions, to get to pe people, shake their hands, get to know them. Your next career bump could be from the people you meet at Explore. And everybody knows this. So everybody should take some money out of their wallet if they have to. Uh, VCDX181, um, he always comes on the show and he spends $40,000 a year on his home lab, right? Power and upgrade. But he says, you know what? It's been worth it for my career because I make, you know, a lot of money every year being, you know, who I am. And the reason he is who he is because he spent money on himself and his career. So definitely you got to get to explore. Um, all right. So that's that's my little road show. We got some extra passes there. Um, all right. As as we come um into the show, one of the things that uh I gotta ask is going to vegas right and having a, a you know the expanded footprint of his vegas are there things that we're doing this year that we might not have done in previous years like hands-on labs we know we got those uh i feel like in the community sense we have both theaters now and we're doing a hackathon which we haven't done and we haven't done since 2019 so i think there's I know from my personal sense, we're now funding the hackathon, which, you know, last year budget was tight. So we didn't know how many people were going to come to explore. Are there other things like this where you guys are exposed going, oh, this year we actually, this has grown. We're doing more than we did previous years. Uh, I can take that one. Right. So as far as the Venetian, if you've been there, the venue offers us a bit more flexibility with their sizing rooms, like you said, with the hackathon, as well as being able to have more of those ancillary events um, close within walking distance. So you're not going from one hotel to the other. Um, you don't have to go as far. You can go to a session, go up to your room, come right back down. Um, I think it's great for attendees and it's great for all the groups, you know, like hackathon that want to come back to the event this year. Okay. So I know we have the the nearness of the of of the hotel rooms and, and the ease of getting into the venue. Um, anything on hands on labs? Do we have the same number of hands on labs that we've typically had year over year? Um, I know that at one point there was bring your own device. I don't know if they're still doing bring your own device. Um, uh, there used to be sometimes there were lines to get into the HOLs. Uh, I know workshops were there. Any other things in that space that 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 you guys think of, right? Yeah, so again, this year, you're, and Miriam can take this as well. You've got your yeah. self-paced labs. I think, um, Miriam, there's a couple more expert-led this year. And- um, So, yeah, we to accommodate for uh, the popularity of the hands-on lab, we are adding more sessions um, on August 7th and August 14th. So those of um, attendees who are uh, joining the scheduling a little bit later have a chance to add those to their um, sessions. But one of the best kept secrets, I think, of HOL, and I don't know why that is, is that along with the instructor-led lab, we also have self-paced lab, where staff are available to answer questions. And so even if you miss to register for a session and you're turned away because the session was full, you are allowed to go on your own leisure to a self-paced lab and ask questions and, and uh, complete the lab. They're also having some quick talks and pop-up uh, sessions uh, this year. So yes, uh, as far as hands-on labs, uh, they are accommodating the attendees the best they can. And it's one of the exciting parts of the content. Well, and I would say there's, you know, I think that what's being offered in the lab this year also aligns to a lot of what we're announcing and what we're seeing. So, um, you know, latest, greatest technology will be there. So definitely swing by. 
All right. Um, I do have the featured speakers page up, right, per Explore. So that we're obviously now talking. Obviously, we have Ragu, which I assume will do a keynote. Uh, but it looks like we've got, you know, Ali, Ali, Ali Miller uh, for top uh, artificial intelligence. Um, he, she looks like she's got a session. Uh, Leland Melvin, engineer and educator, author, former NASA astronauts there. Um, and then Robert Ballard. I've, we know Robert Ballard, the Titanic, you know, kind of guy that discovered the Titanic. Uh, should be interesting, especially now that we've had the the sad event uh, for, I'm sure maybe he'll have some commentary on that. What's the theme yeah. of these, uh, these, you know, these speakers? Is it innovation? Is what's that how did you decide to select these guys and was there a theme in you know bringing these type of speakers in yeah these three speakers fall into what we are calling our explorer keynote and we like uh, to think about explorer. you know how, yeah, how they yep yeah, these are modern day explorers right, right and right, so right. um you know talking through what it meant and what it looked like for leland to you know be in space and um, you know, we actually just got off the phone with Ali, right? Talking about, you know, what it meant for her to be on the forefront of exploration with AI. And uh, we met with Robert the other day, right? Uh, to your point about the exploration in the deep sea and, and discovering the Titanic. So all three will be on stage together in our Explorer keynote. It's going to be super amazing. I'm excited about it just to really um, take a moment and, and redirect and think about uh, the world through a different lens, right? So very excited to have the Explore keynote this year. Right. And then, you know, uh, Summit, uh, obviously, president of VMware, that'll be interesting, you know, just from a customer perspective and what he does with, you know, driving the business. Uh, I like that. And then my favorite of all favorite speakers, ever since Steve Harrod left the, comp left the company, for our, our, our CTO back in the day, we now have Kit Colbert, which now is my favorite speaker um, behind Diane Green, you know, Mendel, and and then and then obviously Steve Harrod. Uh, Kit Colbert is just just great to listen to, right? Does he have a session on his own or is he a joint session? How much kit do we get? I can take that, Miriam, unless you want to. Uh, kit will be leading our technology innovation showcase. So you get you get a lot of kit. Yeah. On, on Tuesday. I, you know, if there's such a thing as a man crush, I mean, I think Kit Colbert is the guy that I just go <laughs> like, man, I I should be more like him, right? He's just, he's such a great guy just to listen to, like a, just a, just a fun, really nice person uh, to engage, you know, get to watch and listen to. So just, just on its own, that should be fun. And he always has such a great perspective of technology, right? And just, he seems that they must feed him a lot of great stuff. It's kind of like Steve here. I don't know how he keeps everything he knows in his head. It should be good. Tracks, uh, Miriam, like uh, I see, you know, the, the learning tracks, obviously cloud and edge, modern application, network and security, hybrid workforce, uh, vision and innovation. So that's like five major tracks. Are there other ones or are those, the, 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 those are them? So within those major tracks, we have subtracks, uh, for example, vision and innovation, not only includes AI and ML, but also our um, career development track. Um, networking and security obviously includes both networking and security. Um, the cloud and edge infrastructure has all of our SASE sessions, as well as edge, as well as um, all of our um, multi-cloud sessions. So um, within those, uh, we have uh, different subjects covered, but uh, along those five uh, tracks, major tracks, we're covering um, most of our VMware products, which uh, attendees can look for and search for on the content catalog by that field. Okay, nice, nice. Just covering the, the points here. From the standpoint of what there is to do every night, there's so much to do. Like I could just talk about the stuff we're doing for community. We got Monday night hackathon all night. We start at noon and go to midnight. There is obviously the uh, we're, we want we encourage you to take a break and go to the uh, the kickoff Monday night for the Explore. Uh, what do we call it? The uh, 
uh, whatever the welcome name is. Session. The welcome session. Thank you. Right. So we got the welcome session Monday night. Uh, then we have uh, Tuesday. We're doing uh, the pinball museum in the evening, but uh, I don't. And then a lot of other vendors do the Tuesday night stuff. Wednesday night traditionally the party. I assume there's going to be a party on Wednesday night with some kind of entertainment. Um, so that will keep you going. And then Thursday we're open. The show goes until like what time? Three o'clock, something like that. Till two. Till two. Till two. All right. Good. So you should be able to get a Thursday night flight out if you're lucky, right? You know, you get hustled to the airport, get there, uh, and you know that's a that's a Sunday, a Saturday. All sorry, Monday through Thursday. That should keep you busy, right? Um, other things. Am I missing any major ticks here with regard to you know what the venue is doing? for people at the party Wednesday night. Uh, there's a hall crawl Tuesday night, right? Is, is that what that is, where you go through the exhibitor booths right. and engage? Get alcohol? Yeah, so the, the participants each show order their own menus. Um, so you'll have a little something different at each booth. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so each booth gets a get to order something. And if you crawl around, you'll get different food elements out in front of the different booths. Right? Yeah. The booths that are sponsoring the Hulk Crow, that's where you'll go. Nice, 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 nice. And then you guys get feedback every year. Do you guys have any major feedback items that you think you did better at this year than you had last year? Like that where you know, sometimes you get the food quality or you get whatever. Like what what do you think you've conquered this year that maybe you got feedback from last year? I can speak on the content wise. Um we ran some uh, focus groups and our team especially read all of the comments for the surveys. Uh, one of the major things that uh, the attendees come to explore for is career development. So we, as I mentioned, we have a career development subtract and Iris Poet is managed to put together an amazing uh, list of tutorials, meet the expert session as well as breakout and panels, which I suggest everyone check out. Um, the other part was about um, meet the expert roundtables and how hard it was for attendees because these sessions are intimate, 10 per roundtable. It was hard for them to register prior to the event. So we're opening those up for registration on August 7th. Each of the can uh, register up to two uh, sessions before the conference, but they're welcome to walk in at the conference. Um, and hands-on lab, as I mentioned, are adding more sessions as time goes by, and they have some pop-up sessions on site as well. Um, we also added uh, some pre-recorded sessions. Uh, 39 of those will be added to the on-demand library right after um, the conference on August 25th. And as we mentioned, we have a whole broadcast day of our general session and keynote. In addition to those, we have amazing partner speakers and customer speakers added to so many of our sessions that um, you mentioned some of our featured speakers. But yes, definitely content is packed with great, great things. And I have to add that we um, work with Corey uh, and uh, we experts to review the level of sessions because some of the attendees came back and said that what we had advertised, because the submitters had advertised a certain level of technicality, was not what they um, received when what they, they attended the session. Yeah. So, yeah. Our VX, yes. so our VX, yes, our experts reviewed every single session, um, abstract and title, and added the appropriate level. So we're hoping that that would also um, be received by attendees in a, in a great manner, because uh, at least we've been reviewed not only internally, by a content leads by by an external, um, not subjective. Yeah, that's objective. that's actually great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we do that for the code sessions when we recruit code sessions and we get uh, the list of sessions that people didn't accept, right? And then we can filter by technical. If you have code in that session and you were you didn't get accepted for a general session, sometimes we'll give you a VMware code community session. We don't give you a pass. You have to get your own way to the conference. And, but then, and it, it is interesting to read some of the session, you know, descriptions where, you know, if you're fairly technical, you can find things that are this doesn't make any sense right like that, that you know they're saying this and if you didn't run a data center you wouldn't notice that this is not going to be what it's going to be right and so 
that's great that you have that level of review um, because I think that's, you know, people that run data centers are very good at knowing what is good content and what is just, you know, marketing content versus which is not even real content at all. So that that's that's awesome. That's a, a, an improvement, got to say, like Thank that. Thank you. And we definitely have level 300 sessions, um, both on Tuesday, I mean, on Monday for tutorial sessions, as well as throughout the conference. So definitely excited about the content and how it will be received by our attendees. Yeah, I want to go back to your question, Eric. I think, um, you know, we welcome attendee feedback and, and I think that we take it all to heart and we look at the surveys. In fact, I mean, Amanda knows we've got another hour on this coming up after this, right? I mean, we do put a lot of thought into um, how we get feedback from attendees and what we do with it. It's very important to us. But I would say, you know, what I'm most excited about this year and what I think we did a great job at, and Amanda can probably speak more to this, right, is just bringing back more of that experience for our attendees, right? And you're seeing that in just the opportunity for um, those to join us digitally through the broadcast day. You're seeing that through the Explorer keynotes. You're seeing that through the technology innovation showcase, just bringing in these other components. Amanda and her team have been working really hard on what is that overall experience for the attendees, right? Because that's, that's a lot of what you come for. It's the content and it's what you do while you're there because it's been um, you know, it's been a while, right, since everyone's been back together. So yeah. I'll let Amanda speak a little bit more to that. But um, I, I don't know that we got any feedback that said this wasn't great. I think uh, we took what we learned and we said, how do we make it better? And so I hope for all of you that are able to join us, right, I hope that you you feel that and you see that. And I hope that if you don't, let us know, right, because we're, we're certainly open to feedback. This is all for you. So yeah. let us know, right? Amanda, any comments on that? Um, I, I'll, I've got two quick ones. Uh, I agree. It is all um, about the attendees. And I think the hub where the community's area is feels really refreshed this year as a moment for you to network and also go to some content or be less formal and just hang out and talk. There's also an area outside the expo that we're calling the expo lobby where you you know, might want to do a VR tightrope or some other games with some people you meet between sessions. Um, and then the last thing is, I also hope, um, Eric, you talked about your experience uh, going really well with the team and the planning. I hope it's been really easy for all of our attendees too. I hope the website has told them everything they want to know. Um, social media, we've been trying to be really thoughtful about making sure attendees have the information they need to attend um, and aren't left asking questions as they come on site. Let me tell you, whoever reworked the content calendar and being able to sort and schedule and filter, uh, not schedule, but filter is fantastic, right? That the interface for uh, content calendar now is beyond good, right? I, I, it's just, I can't say enough about being able to come in now when we're on a podcast and we have a guest come in, we just like literally six seconds later, we found their, their content. It's there. There's so many nice sidebar keywords that you can click on and it'll auto sort for you uh really really great job on that and uh you know we've been talking about that a couple times on the shows um the other thing i want to just say here as we come up to the top of the hour is you know people when you know broadcom talked about buying us and this kind of stuff i know what's going to happen to you know vmware you know vmware is such a great company um and then and then it, sometimes they go oh vmware just has this secret sauce or has this you know this you know we've been bought two different times you know we've been bought by emc we were bought by dell uh now we're bought by broadcom but it, we, we always seem to survive and people are like yeah i wonder if vmware is going to survive and what I want to say to you guys is that it's not some secret sauce. It's just a lot of hard work, right? We've been doing this for a long time, right? I've been, this is 655th podcast, one a week for like 15 years, right? And so, and you guys have been spending your time in event management and we've been listening and doing feedback and working with budgets. And it's like, there is no secret sauce. It's just hard work and listening to your customers. They create such an amazing experience. And when you, you know, there's always this story. You don't have to outrun the berry. You just have to outrun the slowest person in your party, right? Like we run fast. We do really good work. Everybody, everybody from community members to people on podcasts, to Julia class recording things, to you guys doing live sessions, to getting venues. We just all work so passionately hard at producing this kind of stuff that then 
people just come keep coming back and keep being part of it. And then we build great products at the same time. So just say thank you to all three of you for you know doing great jobs. And it's not like this is your first or second or fifth or tenth rodeo. You guys have been just running these things consistently for years. So thanks, thanks for all of that. Um, last kind of thing, I'll go around the room and ask each each one of you one what keeps you up at night right and can the community help you in any way all right um and then two what are you most excited about so sandra i'll i'll go to you first what keeps you up at night and can we help you in any way and then what's what are you most excited about you know look i would say last year there was a lot that kept me up at night but heading into this year it's um it, there's small little details but nothing that keeps me up at night like this team is incredible um, our move to Vegas has been, you know, fantastic. We're so excited to be able to welcome so many of you to Las Vegas. Um, yeah, there's nothing that's keeping me up at night other than my children, which I don't know. Do you babysit, Eric? You can yeah, I have, I have four kids. They're, they're all grown up. And we were just talking about maybe I should start a babysitting service so I can. Yeah. 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 Fun so, times. Um, and I, I feel I, the I, same I'm way with you. I feel the same way with you. Nothing is keeping me up like it did last year. Like this is. This is the smoothest I can remember uh, going into an event. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Nice job. Or what excites yeah. you? I just, I'm excited for the show. I really am. Yeah. I'm excited for um, the additional elements we've brought in this year. I, I've said to the team time and time again, you know, we didn't just do one new thing. We did a lot of new things this year, right? We really pushed the boundaries. We took every challenge and we said, check, we're going to do it and we're actually going to exceed it. So I'm, I'm excited for the broadcast day. I'm excited for our Explorer keynote. I'm excited to have the technology innovation showcase. I'm excited for how, you know, the brand team just blew out the whole experience. I'm excited for, we've got an executive concierge this year, right? I mean, we have all of these new exciting things. There's cafes on the show floor. There's so many surprise and delight elements you're going to see when you get there. I just, I, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah yeah it's like for me when we have a vacation planned i feel like this year it is that way i have like a vacation that i may get to go play and have fun and sit at the beach but it's a tech vacation but yeah i agree with you on that Miriam. what scares you and what 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 excites you um i mean going back to what sandra said about uh keeping me up at night is my i have two teenagers who are gamers and uh, I need to tell them to quiet down at night. And my husband, who loves EDM music and likes to play it really loud at night. So those, those are the things that keep me up at night. But I am super excited about going back to Vegas, about Explore, about the content, about all the amazing uh, activities that we've got planned. And, and just seeing our speakers and our attendees and our partners and customers in person, our own teammates in person um, as an experienced event person i can't believe i'm saying this but i miss going to vegas i'm really excited there you go yeah um i'm with you um i'm gonna have to read reach out to robert because i'm an edm nut i love edm tiesto i want to go to tiesto yes, get, go to one of his shows so you know do some molly get messed up and watch the light show i don't know i've never done that but that's on my bucket list one day you know like get a chaperone i don't know but edm is fun i'm uh, excited about it get, getting to vegas it's a it's a it's a great place uh, amanda uh lastly we'll go to you and then we'll wrap things up uh no kids that keep me up and my dog actually goes to bed before i do um so for me it is all those little things at the event um Am I serving popcorn or donuts here? And how long is it going to take me to clean up that popcorn before sessions? Can I really fit that in in that room? Um, it's those little things most people don't think about. And what I'm really excited for is that first person who checks in Sunday morning when we open Reg. I will be so thrilled to give that first person their badge. And I will be standing Yay. up. There you go. That's uh, that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's probably a good feeling. I never really thought of that. Like you, that first person check in where it's live, it's going. And, you know, I tell people that I say, you know, when when we're done, uh, you know, when I'm done with a team, I'm done when the curtain goes up. Right. We're never quite done. We're just never quite perfect. Right. But the time hits, it starts and and everybody has a great time and you know, little things that we didn't get done. Nobody notices or would even know that we still had things left to do. But when the curtain goes up, the first reg happens. 
it goes and it and it's great so that's a lot of fun uh looking forward to that okay uh last five minutes of the show because we do live stream on uh, youtube.com slash v barbecue v b-a-r-b-e-c-u-e so if you want to look at what sandra and amanda and miriam looks like so you can say hello to them go to the v barbecue uh, channel and check it out because we put all the live streams there we are recording this most everybody listens to this on google play and itunes but uh if you want to see what they look like go check it out and uh with be that in v barbecue um i will ask each of you do you get to do any barbecuing this summer and if you do what's your go-to barbecue or at least your go-to place sandra will go to you first yeah it doesn't change i live out in the east bay danville california and we like to go to hazy barbecue um it's uh it's great they've got live music they've got a beautiful patio uh, the owner is a is a great philanthropist at my kid's school, and uh, we just we love Hazy Barbecue, so we're there probably once a week. All right, shout out to Hazy Barbecue. I'm gonna have to go check that out because I yeah. haven't heard that one. Now maybe I'll make a trip because I like to go get barbecue. I've been doing some smoking myself. Miriam, you're in California. What do you, you what know, do you like? <laughs> I love it when my husband barbecues. I, I did say I talk about his EDM music, but I do love his uh, barbecue skills. Um, but if we were going out, a South Winchester barbecue on Winchester Boulevard in uh, San Jose is uh, where we go to. My my kids love the ribs there. Uh, there you go. I've been I've been doing. I got a smoker. I got a Traeger smoker, and I've I've been smoking everything now. And I smoked uh, ribs. Um, I'm going to do some smoking for a birthday party for my daughter this weekend, Saturday, and I'm going to do a brisket. I haven't done a brisket. Corey does briskets. He's got, he does. It's like a 12 hour smoke, I guess. And Corey's giving me his resume, so I'm excited about that. So uh, I'm going to have to ping Robert again because EDM and barbecue. There you go. That's 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 what it's all about. <laughs> Amanda, do you get barbecue? And where are you, Amanda? I don't even know where. Where do you reside? Well, I, I live in Denver, and I hope I don't draw too much hate on this. I don't think Denver has any good barbecue, but I am from Georgia, okay. so when I go home. There are a number of spots I hit up. Um, so this time, I will go with Fresh Air Barbecue in Jackson, Georgia. Jackson, Georgia, um, Fresh Air. What do you get there? Do you go ribs? So, what, do you, what do you like? So it's actually it's it's always pork. That's what they have. They they have just a few items. They do them exceptionally well and get a side of the Brunswick stew. Brunswick stew. Tony Foster, are you over on Talk Shoe? Got any barbecue for us today? I, I do. I do have a barbecue report. My barbecue brethren, please forgive me for I have sinned. This weekend I was at my uh, in-laws and my father-in-law only has a gas grill. Oh. I grilled steak on a gas grill. Uh, you know, if you char it and a good piece of steak, as my son points out, if you get the high quality steak that's sometimes available at Costco, you know, it doesn't matter if you gas grill it or if you put a match under it or put it in your oven, the good enough beef can turn out pretty well. How did it turn out? It turned out well. I'm not going to lie. Not medium still well like, oh medium rare medium what, rare. what what is this medium medium well stuff stuff yeah there you go yeah well good times good times all right it's summer so i'm going to do my brisket this saturday uh, sandra han Miriam scoble and amanda hermeli hermeli i don't know i give up on last names Great to have you guys on the show. Thanks for doing all the hard work. Thanks for taking an hour out of your lunchtime to be with us on the community podcast. I always appreciate you, all the hard work you guys do and all the times you tell us no and all the times you say yes. Appreciate all of it. Uh, I know how that goes and uh, excited to have you on the show and I'm super excited to go get my badge on Sunday with the rest of everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. We'll be back uh, next next uh, Wednesday, 12 to 1, as always, weekly. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about some of our favorite sessions are going to be happening at Explore. Till then, everybody go get some uh, good barbecue and have a great rest of your week. <laughs>